Hey everybody, I'm Amber. And I'm Maddie. And, and we're Witches Talking Tarot. And we've brought you a show all about the occult. We're talking different lores and mythology. Yes, creature features, cryptids, aliens, you name it, we'll cover it. Conspiracy theories. Absolutely. And pagan holidays and 100%. Practices. All eight of them. Yes. Spiritual living, you yeah. name it. That's right. We've got it for you. So if you want, come sit with us for a spell and let us make you laugh. We are Witches Talking Tarot. Thanks, everybody. Here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail, hippity hobbity Easter's on its way, bringing every girl and boy baskets full of Easter joy, things to make your Easter bright and gay. He's got jelly beans for Tommy, colored eggs for Sister Sue. There's an orchid for your mommy and an Easter bonnet too. Oh, here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity hoppity, Easter's on its way. What happens when you give a bunch of amateur porn stars and a wannabe horror movie director a green screen and a really bad Easter idea? Well, stay tuned to find out. Cue the music. You're only given a little spark of madness. Followed Mr. Carpenter. What he saw couldn't have been a dream. It was too real. But it couldn't have been true either. It was too deliciously frightful. Trying to catch yesterday. Old times are only good when you've had them. rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Why, hello. This is the Film Spark Podcast. I'm your host, Ebony, and what I said at the start of this episode is not over-exaggerated. <laughs> Beast today is really full of amateur porn stars and a really bad Easter idea, but the thing is, it kind of works. <laughs> Just a little. But before we jump into why I enjoyed this film and what about it I enjoyed, let's rewind that clock back a bit and discuss what this movie is actually about. <laughs> Beast Today, or Beast Day Here Comes Peter Cottontail, is a 2014 comedy horror film that features a giant bloodthirsty Easter bunny. Because why wouldn't it? <laughs> the film was written and directed by Zach and Spencer Snike. Sneak? And it stars John Arthur, Christina Bodewin. Valerie Bittner, Alison Bedell, and many more. The mayor of a small town, which is being terrorised by a bloodthirsty Easter Bunny, refuses to act. The kills start to pile up, and when the Beaster Bunny starts to crave more human flesh, it is up to a dumb-witted dog catcher and a wannabe actress to save the town. The townsfolk are confused by the origins of the evil bunny, and his history remains a mystery. Attacks are growing more gruesome by the minute, and time is running out for the small town. This film is a parody of Here Comes Peter Cottontail from 1971. And if you start looking up the reviews, it is a very mixed bag. But the reason for that being a very mixed bag is I think people took it far too seriously. And I don't know why you would, because it is literally a bunch of amateur porn actors together <laughs> being chased by a marionette green screen bunny. I mean, what about that scream serious? <laughs> And I'm not overreacting. Like, if you look up all these actors, they're literally amateur porn actors. 
which makes a lot of sense because there is a hell of a lot of today's in this film. Hell of a lot. Honestly, it's pretty much all it's got going for it. The acting is bad. The cinematography is bad, but it's one of those, it's so bad. It's good films in my books and it's definitely one I could rewatch. But the best part about this film, the best part about this film are the kills because they don't know what they're doing. This is, this is amateur filmmakers that don't know how to edit fucking anything. Don't know how to write a script. Because, I mean, what porn has a good script? Oh, no, that's right. We watched the porn for the storyline. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But (laughs) it is so incredibly ridiculous. I mean, the start of the film is this family that you never see ever again of these parents or this man and woman getting married. And from memory, it's the dad's son. Yeah, because he rips on his mum. Um, so the dad's son comes up to do like a best man speech and (laughs) it's horrible. He just absolutely destroys the whole atmosphere of the room. He's pretty much saying his mum's a slut, his stepmom's a slut, his dad's an (laughs) arsehole. It's horrible. And then he leaves the venue to go get, he hitchhikes for whatever reason. There's no cabs or Ubers where this fucking wedding is for whatever reason. So he's standing on the side of the road, thumb out. And we hear the rustle. We hear the rustle and bustle in the bushes. <laughs> so we know something's coming. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> it goes off. Okay, so the, this this kill is off screen. Most of it is because they don't know how to edit. And he goes, <laughs> something bites his hand off. And it just goes from like him standing there, the zooming in on his thumb. Then all of a sudden, he's just standing there watching his hand get bitten off. And then this rubber hand just falls to the ground, (laughs) still in the thumb shape (laughs) with like really bad fake blood like everywhere. It's getting on the camera. It's like, it's very in your face. But he doesn't really scream or anything. He just watches. (laughs) Like, dude, your hand just fell to the floor. Why are we not screaming or running or anything? And he just stands there and then obviously, you know, he gets eaten because why wouldn't he? He's just standing there, not even screaming. And that essentially prepares you for the whole film. The acting in the wedding scene at the start is pretty much guaranteeing what you what's to come for the rest of the film in relation to acting. It is very over the top. It is very in your face. The mayor alone is off his fucking rocker. <laughs> It's this hippie mare that just doesn't listen to anyone and lives in fucking fairyland. <laughs> and the rest of them are just overexpressive with what they do. And before, when I was talking about the plot and it was, you know, the dog catcher and the wannabe actress, the dog catcher is really obsessed with getting a girlfriend to the point where every scene you see him essentially stuffing his pants. Until we get towards the end where the pants turn into tights. And they're those like orange and black Halloween striped tights that like all the kids would wear if you're going to be a witch. So he's got them in and then he stuffs it with like a pencil or something. And they zoom in. And they zoom in on the crotch and it looks like he's got like two penises or something like... It's like the bulge and then it's pointy. (laughs) It's so stupid. And the whole film, you're watching him try to get this wannabe actress as his girlfriend and he's having no luck. 
Because he's that kind of douchebag where he thinks everything's about him and he's the best at everything and you know how the trope goes. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Like between that and the bad acting of the wannabe actress, <laughs> ironic. Yeah, I mean, between that and every single actress has her shirt either ripped off, taken off, or there's someone that runs naked through the woods. Okay, okay, so here we go. So there's a section of the film where you just see this couple walking through the woods. And I'm not saying, like, in the middle of the woods. Like, they're on a fucking hiking trail. (laughs) And all of a sudden she's like, I'm going to take my clothes off. Like, they're they're, they're there to fuck in the woods. And so the boyfriend turns around, she gets undressed, and she runs off, but she leaves, like, an item of clothing. So it's like Hansel and Gretel, but instead of breadcrumbs, it's clothing. And you just see her run off naked. (laughs) But he goes to find her, and the way he finds her, (laughs) he finds her, like... Picture someone on their knees with their ass up, but like half of their body is behind a tree. So you're literally just seeing the ass. And he goes over thinking she's ready for sex because her ass is up in the air. And then the camera pans around. <laughs> the camera pans around and she's split in half. And the rest of her body, I think it was like hanging in a tree. I was like, what the fuck? And then obviously that's when... Um, I suppose Peter Cottontail, not that you ever get any background on this rabbit, but this rabbit appears and then chases him, kills him, all the fun stuff. This, this movie sounds really bad and it is, it is really, really bad. It is a hell of a lot of tits. It's a hell of a lot of nudity. It's bad jokes here and there. It's incredibly bad acting, but for the rabbit alone, it is entertaining. (laughs) This rabbit looks like a rat. It's like Attack of the 50-Foot Rat. It's clearly like a marionette or some sort of puppet that they've put on screen, like on green screen, and the way it runs. And then sometimes it hops. And that's the thing I don't understand. One minute it's walking on two legs, and the next minute it's hopping around like an actual bunny. Like, which is it? And, like, you never get a background story. And I think that's the only thing missing from this. And, yes, I know it is not a serious film. We don't expect plot. But some sort of idea as to why this rabbit exists would be nice. Because they make it very clear he's not just a rabbit. Like, he is the Easter rabbit. Okay? There's giant eggs being left around the town. And you don't know if they're real or if they're chocolate or what the case is, but there's giant ass eggs left around fucking everywhere. And like, why? Why? Like, if he's the Easter Bunny, why do we not get some sort of backstory as to what happened to him? And they even bring, like, it's a little bit meta. Like, they bring it up at the end and they're like, how did he get so big? And then no one actually answers the question. It sort of just ends. But this is on the same sort of scale, maybe a little bit more professional, and I mean very slightly more professional than Shark Side of the Moon. Slightly. Because the difference with that, Shark Side of the Moon was just, you, you saw everything was green screen. <laughs> Where with this, it's, it's, they're trying. Okay, they are actually trying. I'll give them, you know, participation award. <laughs> but if you're looking for something ridiculous and you're looking for something fun to watch get a bunch of booze a bunch of friends yes we're going there this is one of those sorts of films shove this on and absolutely laugh your ass off because it's a good time 
It's a good time. I kind of wish that I had watched this drunk with like a big group of friends because I feel like everyone on like beanbags in a room, this as a projector, fucking goals. Goals. But um, Beast a Day, the story of Peter Cottontail, it's fun, it's stupid, it's full of amateur porn actors, so you know you're going to get a lot of sex. Well, actually, not so much a lot of sex. You get a lot of naked, though. A lot of nudity. A lot of tits. A lot of huge tits. And a lot of really ridiculous kills. Really ridiculous blood squirts everywhere. Like, you can see how everything's done. You see it's all fake. But you don't give a shit because it's that entertaining. Now, is it a 5 out of 5 so bad it's good? Hell to the no. (laughs) Hell to the no. But it's fun. And I think it's worth the watch. So whether you're watching it alone for Easter or whether you're watching it with a group of friends, you know, drinking, give it a go. Enjoy it. I hope you do. Please let me know if you guys watch this or any other film, um, especially these weird, wacky ones, because I'd love to know what you guys think. Um, But with that being said, today is Easter Sunday here in Australia. So if you're listening from that side of the world, happy Easter. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. To everyone else, happy Rex Manning Day, if you know, you know. (laughs) And you'll hear from me tomorrow because we have a double feature coming. How exciting. So today was Beast Day. Tomorrow is the Bunny Man Massacre. Yes, I know we're still sticking with the horror theme. Uh, But next week, we completely verge from that and we have Slapshot, a good old hockey sports film, yay, (laughs) Um, which will be my first time watching. So enjoy your Easter. I hope you're safe. I hope it's fun. I hope you get all the chocolate in the world and you'll hear from me next week. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I forgot to rate it. (gasps) Guys, I forgot to rate it. (laughs) Um, look, I'm going to go like a two, a 2.5 out of five for this one. I think it's very in the middle. I think it's on the nose. They know what they're doing in relation to how bad it was. It's just a good time all round. So 2.5 out of five on this one. Once again, (laughs) enjoy your days. Enjoy your Easter weekend. Stay safe. And you'll hear from me next week. Bye. Did you know the Film Spark podcast now has Patreon and Discord? I know we're moving up in the world. Because of this, you can get your very own shout outs if you join the Patreon today. So with that being said, let's have a quick little shout out to our patrons, Billy and Carlos, both of which have been very active and very fun to have around. So we thank you for the much loved support. If you would like to join the Patreon, check out the link tree. All of the uh, details will be in the description below uh, on the episode, in the show notes, whatever you want to fucking call it. Or after this, in the outro, it has all the details. Uh, If you'd like to join the Discord, join the Patreon, or you can actually just DM me on any socials and I'll send you the link. So have a good day, guys. Bye. You were just listening to the FilmSpark podcast for all your film needs and more. Like what you heard? Give us a shot. Follow us on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods and more or follow the socials at film underscore spark underscore pod. You know what? Just follow us on everything. Check out the link tree. Linktr.ee forward slash film spark pod. Find us, follow us, give us a shout. We always want to hear from you.
You still here? It's over. Go home. Go.